How are you? Good morning. It's Monday, the start of a new week. How was your weekend? What did you do? <laughs> Let's see. We had birthday parties and interactions with people from my past and you know, there was tests, but I passed. You guys should be so proud of me. Um, it was an interesting week. I did a lot of moving around and just making things happen. What did y'all do? Let a girl know what y'all did this weekend. Did you do anything deliciously fun? That's what I want to know. Um, today, we're going to talk about a couple of things. One, which I find very interesting. So they found two bodies that have been found in an archaeological dig at Oaklawn Cemetery in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now they say these unidentified victims are from the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre. You heard me, the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre. Now, I don't know about you, but they did not teach no Tulsa race massacre in my history class. Miss Seema, Miss Wolf, y'all failed me. Very sad. <laughs> However, according to the History Channel, the Tulsa race massacre occurred over 18 hours from May 31st to June 1st, 1921, where a white mob attacked residents, homes, and businesses in the predominantly black Greenwood neighborhood of Tulsa, Oklahoma. To this day, this event remains one of the worst incidents of racial violence in U.S. history. And it also is one of the least known ones. Now, with all this modern technology, why is it one of the still one of the least known? Despite the fact that hundreds of people were killed and thousands were left homeless, but now, what I find interesting is that you guys hated blacks that much. They weren't bothering anybody. They had their own stuff. You could have left them in their own little area, and they would have been just fine. But that wasn't good enough for you guys, meaning those that weren't black. I said what I said. Anyway, Tulsa had a black Wall Street. Did y'all know Tulsa had a black Wall Street? They definitely didn't teach that in my history class. You know, it's really, really disheartening to understand that, that, you know, you did teach us these things. This says, in ni by 1921, fueled by oil money, Tulsa was a growing, prosperous city with a population of more than 100,000 people. But the crime rates were high and vigilante justice of all kinds wasn't uncommon. Most of the city's 10,000 black residents lived in a neighborhood called Greenwood. It was only 10,000 of them. So I don't understand why it would bother people so much. It, in one little area, you had 10,000 people. Why was it such a bother? They had a thriving business district, sometimes referred to as the Black Wall Street. I find that totally amazing. Well, it goes on to say, May 30th, 1921, 
a young black teenager named Dick Rowland entered an elevator at the Drexel building, which was an office building on South Main Street. At some point, a young white elevator operator, who happened to be a female, reminds you of somebody like Emmett Till? Well, we go. We're not going to go there. Uh, screamed and ran. The police were called, and the next morning, they arrested Roland. By the time rumors were supposedly to have happened in the elevator, um, they it, it came around and started saying that you know certain things was happening, but I don't never even remember reading any facts about it. But when the rumors started, then of course the white community was in an uproar. It says they had a front page story on the Tulsa Tribune that afternoon, and that you know they had arrested Roland for a sexually assaulting page. Sexually assaulting page. But I bet there was no evidence. Heck, I bet there was no rape. But I, you know, I don't know. But allegedly they're saying that he raped Paige in the elevator. An angry white mob gathered outside the courthouse demanding the sheriff hand over Roland. Now, not give justice to the Justice Department or the court or the jails. Hand him over to them. When the sheriff refused, the men barricaded the top floor to protest the black teenager. By 9 p.m., though, a group of more than 25 armed black men, including many World War I veterans, went to the courthouse to offer help guarding Roland. That's just how serious it was. When the sheriff turned them away, some white mob tried unsuccessfully to break into the National Guard armory nearby. For one kid, for one kid, this is what you guys are doing. With rumors flying about a possible lynching, a group of around 75 armed black men returned to the courthouse shortly after 10 p.m. where they were met by some 1,500 white men, some of whom also carried weapons. Now, was it really that serious? I have come to realize that the more I see so many wrongfully convicted people being exonerated with an I'm sorry and here's a check, I'm sorry and there is no check, you spent your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and sometimes your 60s in prison for crime you did not commit. How on earth can you possibly repay somebody for that? You've taken away their teenage years, their young adult years, their adult years, hell, going into their senior citizen years. And for what, a mistake? I'm sorry, here's an apology. Ah, forgive me, because I will say something else. And I used to think that it only happened to black people. But that is so far from the truth. So everybody that's, it only happens to blacks. They always do us wrong. No, it happens to the Caucasian people as well. If you don't believe me, look it up. It happens to them just as much as it happens to us. Sometime more. I think what it may be is they just may get exonerated a little bit quicker than African-Americans. And that's the sad part. 
I remember reading an article about the 13-year-old boy who was electrocuted. I believe he was 13. He was electrocuted. And uh, come to find out, after many, many years, uh, he was innocent. <laughs> and I just, you know, how do you fix that? How do you go back and bring back that life? How do you give him his life back? What do you say? I'm sorry. Is that what we're saying? I'm sorry. He was 14. His name was George Steiny Jr. George Steiny Jr. He was a little bitty thing. They said he was so little he had to sit on, I believe they said phone books. He had to sit on something to lift him up high enough to be put to death, only to find out 70 years later. Not one, not five, not seven, but 70 years later that he was innocent. How are you going to fix that? How are you going to fix that? How are you going to fix that? Because you they claim that he murdered two young white girls. How do you fix that? His trial took 10 minutes. It took 10 minutes to convict him. 10. 10 whole minutes. 10 whole minutes to convict him. Do you even... What's 10 whole minutes? 600 seconds? Is that is my math off? I just can't imagine. Like, he was 14. You electrocuted a 14-year-old boy, and then y'all were wrong. It took 70 years to prove his innocence, what you did. 70 years. I'm just saying. Like, we so cute, quick to convict somebody. And they'd be dead-ass wrong, and they didn't spend their whole life in jail, or like this child was electrocuted. And all you can say is, I'm sorry. No, do your freaking job. Follow the evidence and not what somebody says or not what your pent-up racial beliefs are. Do your job. I can't even imagine my 14-year-old child being electrocuted. Are you crazy? Are you kidding me? You guys can't be serious, right? I remember there was another kid who, yes, he was playing rough and hurt the little girl, and that, I'm not denying any of that. But it just seems like we do kids to a level of, now don't get me wrong, some of these little kids need everything they get. I don't think that there's, you know, a kid kills their parents, which we now seem to have a whole lot of that. Uh, I believe it's parasite, if I remember correctly.
um, and kills their parents and they want to get a slap on the wrist. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, what do you mean a slap on the wrist? And then you wonder who's going to come visit you. The people that would have came and visited you, you killed. You know what I mean? You killed them, so who's supposed to come and see you? Nope. Nope. There was an article recently I read about this this young man. <laughs> See, I'm using that word lightly. This young man had attacked his girlfriend and he beat her viciously. He beat her viciously. He raped her. He sodomized her. He did some horrible things to her. She got away to the neighbor's house. The neighbor gave her shelter until the police could get there and the dude ran off. They finally arrested, found dude and arrested him. Dude is in jail. Of course, once they go to jail, they want to start crying because, you know, they're not built for that. They're good at beating, you know, defenseless women and children, but you're not, you're not so good in jail. So, you know, you called your mama. Your mama came and bailed you out. Your mama bailed you out. Nope. <laughs> Let me tell you what this child did, this young man did. I believe it was in, within 24 hours. He gets the girl again. He gets the girl again. He kills his mama and his daddy. You heard me. He kills his mother and his father. The same mama that just bailed your dumb self out of jail. You Now you done killed her. And your daddy. I was like, wow. I just don't understand. I, I don't understand what is going on with you killing your parents. The one people, the one person, nine to ten, that'll stand by you when you when you go to jail. That'll stand by you and come visit you and send you packages and put money on your books, even though they may be mad. But those are your parents, and they're there for you. And you, she had literally just built your jail, and you kill her anyway. You kill your mama if for what? I just was like, okay, well, all right. I don't know who you thought was gonna visit you now, cause nobody. I don't know what you thought. I don't know how you felt like that was going to be okay. Um, it's just, I just need people to do better. I need these kids to, I don't know. I'm so disheartened with the state of, these, of our world today. I'm so disheartened with the state of the world today and how our kids are treating their parents, their loved ones, their children. You know, I just, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Like, it's it's so, you got people like the people from the Texas Massacre, and they were thriving, and they were killed for 
because they were thriving. Like, what sense does that make? Does that make sense to anybody but me? I need to understand. Does it make sense to anybody but me? What is the hatred about? What is the hatred about? Because I said this before. Like, we stood in line and said, God, please make us black. Not knowing that I ever knew. Not knowing that I ever knew. And then, uh, you know, it's just, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just don't understand why we are doing the things that we're doing. I just, it's just, mm, I don't, I don't understand. And I need people to put some value on life. Life is, you can't just take life like it's okay. Like, it's just not okay. I don't, I don't get it. Let me see, can I find an article about this kid? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I think this is it right here. Let's see. Maybe it could be it. Uh, okay. Okay. That's this is the article. Harper, his name is Harper Woods. No, I'm sorry. It was Harper Woods, Michigan. So he had been released. Days earlier, he had been released on bail in order to live at his mom's house. Stabbed his mom several times with a butcher knife and murdered his girlfriend and stepfather with blunt force. Jonathan Lamont John Welsh. Okay, let me say his name again. Jonathan Lamont John Welsh. What a name. 23 of Harper Woods uh, was was at the corner of a violent seven-hour barricaded situation that began at 814 Sunday. It was stretched on for hours. During that time, his 42-year-old mother ran into a neighbor's home with stab wounds after escaping from her son. She told authorities he had stabbed her multiple times in the back with a butcher's knife. They later found Walsh's one-year-old son in the backyard of the home during the standoff. The child was okay, though. He fired multiple gunshots at the police through the door. Started a fire inside the home before appearing in the front door. Police took him into custody and brought him to a nearby hospital. They put out the fire. They found the bodies of Desire Frazier, 22, and Robert Bray Jr., 70, inside the home. Frazier was Welsh's girlfriend and the mother of his son. And Bray was the stepfather I was telling you about. They both have been killed by blood force trauma. So get this straight. You tried to kill your mama, but she lived.
you killed your girlfriend because I'm not even sure why the hell she was even over there. I don't know why she was over there because it could not have been me. Do you hear me? We could have had no conversation. You killed your stepfather because you probably never liked him in the first place. Or maybe because you didn't want your mother to be lonely because you was going to kill him and kill her. But she lived. I don't know. I can't even figure out what you were thinking because you were stupid. But then you left your child without a mother. And you're going to be in prison for life. So now your son is going to be raised by who? Because luckily your mother lived. Who's to say she want to raise that child after you assaulted her and tried to kill her and you killed his mother? Like, what if she don't want to be bothered with him? You know, y'all don't never think about that, though, do you? You don't never think about that, do you? You don't never see, you don't never stop to think, what if my mama say I'm done with you? Think about that. What if she say I'm done with you and this kid and put him in the system? Because you killed his mother, so there's no one else. And you killed her husband. I, I don't know what you, I mean, like, come on here. I don't know what's going on with people. So many people killing their kids. Guy in Georgia talking about he was robbed and they took his car. The two-year-old was in the car. Then they knew that was a lie and they found that little baby in the doggone lake. Like what in all the foolishness? Like you just be like, what was you thinking? And that was his son. What on earth? Who was you trying to get back at? What happened that this two-year-old had to become unalived? Explain it to me. Because I don't get it. There was nothing that you could tell me that would explain to me how that two-year-old came unalive. You lost your temper. You shook him. You beat him. What did you do? And don't say this is only Caucasian people do this. You're a lie because he was definitely black. He was definitely black to just kill his two-year-old son. Or let's talk about these so-called quote-unquote step-parents that killing kids and their mama. We ain't going to be together no more, so I'm going to kill you and the kids. What in all the tomfoolery, foolishness? Why do you have to kill the kids? Why are you killing the babies? They're not bothering you. They're not hurting you. Why would you kill the babies? Why would you kill anybody? But especially them babies. I tell people, I tell them all the time, don't come for mine. Don't do it. It's bad for your health. Just saying. Like, I need everybody to... First of all, give these babies a chance at life. Give them a chance to grow up and do something with their life. Have one girl drop her, her toddler in a stroller on the sidewalk in the middle of the night. Just walked away. They didn't know who the mama was. They found a daddy. When they figured out who the mama was, nobody knew where she was. Until this heifer walked in the walk the next day like everything was good. Bitch, is you crazy? I mean, mm. is you crazy? Are you out of your mind? 
You just left your baby on the sidewalk in a stroller. Anything could have happened to that child. And you was probably low-key hoping something did. And then went to work like everything was Gucci. Are you out of your mind? Man, I wish. Mm, no, I don't wish it. They bet not never. I'm just saying, guys. Give these babies a chance to live. Give these babies a chance to do something in life. Give these babies a chance to see the world. Give these babies a chance to have stuff that you didn't have. How about that? Give them a chance to have stuff you didn't have in life. They didn't ask to come here. They did not ask to come here. So why are you doing them this way? You don't have to have kids. There's a thing called abstinence, condoms, tubes tied, vasectomy, abstinence. Let me say that again. Abstinence. Just say no. But you killing these kids? For what reason? I'm still trying to figure it out. To prove a point to who? To show somebody what? Stop it. But you know what I do hope? I hope when you get to prison and Bubba and them meet you, Bubba and them make you remember why you shouldn't have did what you did. And I said what I said. I hope Bubba Nan reminds you that children are a gift from God and you had no right to do what you did to them. That's what I hope Bubba Nan reminds you of. I'm so sick of seeing kids coming up missing, coming up molested, coming up beaten. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of the hatred because of the color of our skin. I'm so sick of it. Because you don't really hate us. You hate yourself. That's who you really hate. Because if you hated black so much, you wouldn't be running around getting Botox in your face and breast implants and butt implants and butt shots. and You wouldn't be doing all that because y'all wasn't meant to have big juicy booties. Oh, I said what I said. I said what I said. But hey, you know, it's just me telling the truth. Because I what, have never been one to throw a rock and hide my hand. I said what I said. If you hated black so much, your ass would be in a tanning bed trying to get darker. You wouldn't be getting highlights in your hair or dye your hair certain colors. You wouldn't be walking around with them big old watermelons on your chest trying to pretend like they real boobs and they God only knows they not. Everybody knows they not. They hard as cassava melons. Mm, I said what I said. You wouldn't be walking around with your butt looking like somebody took two balloons and stuffed them in your pants. I said what I said. And then the funny part is when you do all that, your man still cheats or you still can't get a man. 
and you still don't like what you see in the mirror, no matter how many times you go into the night. Getting cheek implants and to have fuller cheeks and lips implants to have fuller lips. Because you won't burn with those wonderful lips like us black people. Because they juicy. They juicy. They juicy. And my granddaughter, her lips is real pretty. I'm like, you got... At first it was me. Then my daughter had big full lips. Then my granddaughter, baby, she got the best set out of all of us. I said, see? So that's what y'all running around doing. So you don't really hate us. You want to be us. And we get it. Because we the baddest around. But no matter what you try to do to destroy us and break our spirit, make us hate ourselves, you still want to be us. <laughs> How about that? Now run, tell that. I said what I said. I said what I said. All right, guys. I'm going to go have an amazing week. Do something productive. Love yourself. Be good to yourself. And if you're not having a good week, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's. Shout out to my girl, Tabitha Brown. Don't forget to like and follow, subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to um, share it. The Instagram is It's a King Thing 2021. The TikTok is It's a King It's a King Thing 2021. And um, go ahead and just love yourself, okay? Bye, guys. Here's some Ray, some Ray. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you.